morn, the resurrection morning, when all the dead in Christ shall rise. I'll have a new body, praise the Lord, I'll have a new life, eternal soul, in weakness, raised in power, ready to live in paradise. I'll have a new body, praise the Lord, I'll have a new life, I'll have a new home Glory, glory With the redeemed of God Never There'll be no more sorrow No, no more pain There'll be no more strife Yes, raising the likeness In of my likeness Ready to live I'll, I'll be glad. glad I'll have a new body Praise the Lord I'll have a new life Eternal Free From every imperfection Youthful and happy I shall be Lost in victory I'll have a new body Praise the Lord I'll have a new life oh, yes. I'll have a new home Glory, glory With the redeemed Never sad There'll be no more sorrow No, no more pain, pain There'll be no more strife Yes, raising the likeness In his likeness Ready to live I'll be glad I'll have a new body Praise the Lord I'll have a new life Trump of God shall sound. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Eternal grains, all bursting saints are shouting heavenly beauty all around. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. I'll have a new home. Glory, glory, with reading no understand. No more pain, there'll be no more strife. Yes, raising the likeness of Christ, likeness. ready to live. I'll be glad. I'll have a new body. Praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be. Welcome to the Passion for Christ show. So glad to have you, friends. I just want to let you know that I'm part of the greatest movement ever, a follower of Jesus Christ, because you see in him I find peace, joy, happiness. I am blessed beyond measure more than I could ever deserve. My goal here is very simple. That is to encourage you, friend, along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ. Upcoming in our study segment, we're going to be talking about a short prayer, unity of heart, unity of heart. But before we get to that study, a few things along the way. And the first is headline news. Get this. You won't believe this. Jamel Smith, a senior writer for Rolling Stone asserted that the term pro-life should be canceled, calling the term racist. Smith made the comment after political activist Reverend Dr. William Barber took a shot at pro-life voters on Twitter. Ironically, the governors, he said, most willing 
to watch their citizens die are the ones who have used pro-life rhetoric to compel people to face to support the narrower interests of corporate greed and white political power. COVID has revealed how the pro-life movement is now killing us all. Smith concurred with Barber's sentiments, claiming that the term pro-life should be retired because it is often used to perpetuate misogamy and racism. This point cannot be emphasized enough or too often. And it should be retired right along with Aunt Jemima and the Redskins team name. There you go, folks. Unbelievable, right? Rolling Stone writer wants to term pro-life ban, calling it racist and sexist. Woo! Man. The COVID is certainly bringing out some things anyway. Well, get this. Get this. After endorsing the Obama-Biden Democratic ticket in 2008 and 2012, the National Association of Police Organizations has now endorsed President Trump. The lobbying organization called NAPO represents more than 1,000 police units and over 200,000 law enforcement officers. It was founded in 1978. Our endorsement, they said, and recognize your steadfast and very public support for our men and women on the front lines. The letter that they sent supporting Trump listed several items of agreement between the organization and President Trump. The organization endorsed uh, Barack Obama for president in 2008-2012 with Joe Biden on the ticket as vice president. The letter said, A coalition of police union associations from across the United States that serves to advance the interests of American law enforcement through legislative, legal advocacy, political action, and education share a common dedication to fair and effective crime control and law enforcement with the president. There you go, folks. There you go. Police organization that backed Obama, Biden, endorses Trump for re-election. Woo! Ran some things, but get this. You won't believe this. Three evangelical churches in California have sued Governor Gavin Newsom for banning singing and chanting in places of worship, but permitting such activities elsewhere. July 13th order about COVID-19 permits worship services as well as fitness centers, hotels, shopping centers, malls, protests to remain open and active in the counties where the certain churches are located. Singing and chanting, however, are only banned in places of worship, says the 20-page complaint filed Wednesday in the Federal District Court. Banning singing in California churches is an unconstitutional abuse of power, and to do it in the name of a pandemic is despicable. The state's 
July guidance for houses of worship notes a higher risk of transmitting COVID-19. Particular activities such as singing, chanting, negate the risk reduction achieved through six feet of physical distancing. There you go, folks. Boy, they got this thing down to a mathematical equation so that they can stop almost anything. The plaintiffs argue the guidance specifically and discriminatorily targets places of worship, and indeed, that is the case. Get that, folks. Get that. Three California churches sue Governor Newsom for ban on singing in places of worship. Woo! Mm-mm-mm. My, oh, my, oh, my. And that's our headline news for this broadcast. And now this day in church history. In 1100 A.D., death in Jerusalem of Goodfrey of Bullion, a crusader who became king of Jerusalem. 1323 A.D., on this day, canonization of theologian Thomas Aquinas, author of Summa Theologica and Summa Contra Gentiles. He had synthesized Aristotelian thought with Christian. Finally, on this day, church history, in 1817, death of Jane Austen in her sister Cassandra's arms. Suffering Addison's disease, the author is just 41 years old. She will be remembered as one of the greatest novelists of the English language. They had also written fervent prayers which demonstrated Christian faith. My oh my, folks. And that's this day in church history. And now we have named that Bible character. Here is your clue. I said, this fellow casts out devils by Beelzebub. Who am I? Here's your clue one more time. I said this fellow casteth out devils by Beelzebub. Who am I? We'll reveal the answer to this clue following our study segment. So stay tuned for that exciting reveal in our final segment of Name That Bible Character. And folks, now we... Begin our study, a prayer, unity of heart. It's going to come out of Psalms chapter 86, verse 11. Out of Psalms chapter 86, verse 11. Let's read it together. The first part says this. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. What a fantastic prayer to offer and praise to offer. Think about that. The psalmist says, teach me your ways, O Lord. He understood that only in God 
was he going to get the spiritual knowledge, the spiritual wisdom in order to make it in this world, in order to deal with the problems of life, in order to deal with his sins issues. Teach me, teach me. He understood that there was only one source that offered true instruction that affected the heart and mind and spirit and life everlasting. And move forward to our day and times from when the psalmist was alive. And that is we have the words of Jesus and his words instruct us, teach us to live a life that will honor him. Amen. And gain spiritual wisdom. That is through his instruction, through his word, we gain insight that helps us understand and discern between good and evil. Instead, a lot of times we allow other things to interfere and cause a great division. And that is, we, we are marred in vicious cycles, repeating the same mistakes. We get into a, a helpless rut and there's no peace that exists. And that kind of walk and that kind of life pattern. Teach me, the psalmist says, your ways, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. There's that path where we can all dwell. And so he adds that path, by the way, where we are empowered to live in this world. Not to be, not to be in the world, but be of the world empower us to live and make good sound spiritual decisions the difference between the world and the difference between the world the spiritual path of light so the psalmist continues as he ends his prayer in verse 11 he says teach me your ways O lord that i may walk in your truth and then he adds this unite my heart to fear your name. Amen. What a, what a great way of ending that prayer. Unite my heart to fear your name. He understands that without God there can be no unity. There can be no help or relief from the division that is caused and is created in his heart by sin. He prays for this unity with God. Where is that unity? Where does it occur? It occurs in the heart. And that's where he is asking God's help. Help me, Lord, in my heart. Help me in my mind. Help me in my soul. And that's a great, great prayer. There's a song that we sing, a verse that says, Prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart. Oh, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. You see, the flesh, which we still live in, even after we come to God, it still has those uh, sinful desires and impulses, they still are lingering. 
As long as we live, they will linger on and try to entrap us and to snare us and to get us caught into a cycle of sin problems and sin pattern. But the psalmist here prays that God will intervene, that he will unite my heart so that I will honor his name, fear his name, glorify his name, surrender to his will, to love his law, to love his word, develop a humble spirit. You see, in this sense, we need to offer this prayer every day because we cannot be complacent. We cannot be idle or lackadaisical or lazy. Sin unresolved, the battle of sin to take control of your life is ongoing every day 24-7. And sin unresolved, we, in other words, we can never take a break from this war of the mind and war of the heart. Sin unresolved divides our attention and affection away from God. And so our prayer, our daily prayer, should always include that God rid us of that kind of spiritual divisiveness and unite our hearts with Him instead of against Him. Amen. Well, friend, that's a lot to take in to consider when you think about the great prayer to teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth and unite my heart to fear your name. That's a good one. We need to keep that in mind always. Amen. Because we need to be deeply motivated by the spiritual golden nuggets that we find in the Word of God. I pray, friend, that you take time to go to God in word of prayer. Pray this prayer. Teach me, Lord, teach me to walk. Let your words resonate in my heart that I may live in you to please you and to honor you and unite. God, come in. Unite my heart so that I could love and fear and honor your authority in my life. Thank you for joining that study. And now we have the final segment of Name That Bible Character. Here was your clue. I said this fellow casts out devils by Beelzebub. Who am I? The answer is the Pharisees. In Matthew 12, verse 24, it says this, But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, It is only by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, that this man cast out demons. I said, this fellow casts out devils by Beelzebub. Who am I? The Pharisees. And name that Bible character. Well, folks, you too can become a follower of 
greatest movement ever followed Jesus Christ by turning to him in repentance, forgiveness, baptism, giving your life over, and you will be blessed beyond measure, more than you ever deserve. My goal here is very simple. That is to encourage you, friend, along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ. Hey, friend, visit our website, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com. And I just want to just let you know this, friend. Thank you so much for taking the time to joining this show. And may God bless you. There are so many things which to be thankful. There are so many things which to be glad. If we just try to count all of our blessings, we will have joy that we never have had. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For your true love. Thank you, Jesus. For saving my soul. For saving my soul. Lest I wander, lest I wander from home yonder. From home yonder. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for keeping me whole. For keeping me whole. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for salvation. For salvation. For unfailing. For unfailing. Mighty power. Mighty power. I want to worship. Want to worship. And adore you. And adore you. And to thank. Thank you, and to thank you every hour, every hour. One day the Father sent Christ our Redeemer down to this world to die for a lost race. What a great price was paid for our transgressions. Freely Christ offered love, mercy, and grace. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For your true love, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. For saving my soul, lest I wander, from home yonder. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for keeping me whole. For keeping me whole. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For salvation. For salvation. For unfailing. For unfailing. Mighty power. Mighty power. I want to worship. Want to worship. And adore you. And adore you. And to thank you. And to thank you every hour.